Rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, August 26th, 27th, uh, 2021. On today's episode, we got, I will talk about the election now because I didn't last time. And I went to a baseball game and it's the intro, freestyle rhythm and the flow. And you know he's going to go to the top and you don't stop backseat. Nasty Big Drew coming with the motherfucking hash days. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, lost it. Hi, oh, but the freestyles are getting a little bit better. Hi, uh, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, August 26th. <laughs> this Week with Drew, the podcast where uh, Drew talks about Drew. The podcast, why? Welcome to the show where Drew, the, this this Week with Drew, for Drew, by Drew, and listened to, no, listened to by not very many people, but Drew. Um, <laughs> hi, welcome to the show. How are you doing? What's going on? The video podcast, okay, uh, coming up on the, probably going to be one of the last of the video podcasts here, I don't know, we've been doing it for two and a half years and this, it's just, it's just the same 20 fucking people and way more people listen to it, right, so, which makes me feel like, am I ugly? Do you think that I'm ugly and you don't want to see my face? Uh, <laughs> or, uh, or is it just like, you know, the fucking podcast, it's a little easier to fucking, oh, Terry, you want to make it a cameo? Oh, Terry, hang on. Terry's going to make a cameo here. Buddy, come here. Hey, what are you doing? Okay, well, you can fuck off then. <laughs> Terry likes to boof at the door when, uh, oh, see? Now that's what I'm talking about, Terry. Come here. What are you doing? Why are you boofing at the door? Okay, you get the fuck out of there. Okay. I'm going to just set that up. See, this is why we don't do the fucking video podcast. <laughs> All right, wait, this is why people don't listen to the video podcast or watch it or whatever. <laughs> okay, I almost feel like I should probably start this one over, but uh, whatever. Let's just let it ride. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. Um, we last week, last episode, you uh, you guys heard me talking about uh, you, you. I'm not saying you guys, you. Last episode, you heard me talking about. Um, you know the return to stand up and the return to uh, what's my decision here. <clears throat> and you know, I've given it a lot of thought and I still don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I, uh, I, I don't know. Dave, Dave, my buddy, Dave Merhaj talked to me and he was giving me like, he gave me some cryptic message that I thought I understood at the time, but now I don't know what he meant. So I, I have to clarify with him because I, cause I, he's always been a huge fan and a supporter of mine. And like, he kind of was like, okay, now you're in the like club, like don't fucking, he was like telling me, it's like, don't just like hang around, I think he was trying to be like, don't just hang around with dummies, like it was almost like a, um, at the end of Goodwill Hunting, you know, when it, when Ben Affleck's like, one day I'm going to pull up and you're not going to be here, <laughs> and like he's waiting for that day when Matt Damon, like he goes to pick him up for work, but he's not there. Because he finally realized his full potential. And I think Dave was trying to like tell me like, you know, you got to realize your full potential and it's not in this alley. Which would indicate that I think he was talking about both like because Yucks and Corner are now both in the same alley. And it's just like, I think he was like trying to tell me like, you got to leave the fucking alley, dude. But like, I don't know where to go. Because <laughs> it's like, do I go? I can't go to America. 
So I think I have to go online and that's why I'm saying this video podcast and my, I know I've talked about this before and reformatting everything, but it's like, I'm really been thinking about this, man, because school's coming up now and we get to do like a whole digital media literacy fucking thing. And then I'm sure they're going to teach me a lot more shit. Like I learned lots that improved the podcast last year. I learned lots. And now this year coming up with like, you know, digital media creation and production and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I think I kind of got it because I was talking about how I can't do sketches and how I can't do like Internet. I'm definitely not dancing or pointing at things on TikTok. But like, you know, I don't know. Like, I got to do something. I got to get the juice out there, man. So like, it's obviously not the podcast because <laughs> I, I posted a whole bunch of these clips and it's like it doesn't really like resonate with the masses because it needs to like, I need to have like a, uh, a particular point of view that I'm hammering. And I don't know. I think everybody is stupid and nothing matters is not a very e palpable point of view, <laughs> especially when it's disguised in a happy demeanor. Cause like there's two ways you can take everybody stupid and nothing matters. You could be sad about it. You can be like, no, everybody's stupid and nothing matters. No. Or you could be like, hey, fucking everybody's stupid and nothing matters. And uh, and kind of take it that way, which is kind of how I'm taking it. Um, but I don't know. F uh, we'll see. Like, it's like I just got to have a <laughs> I got to start doing something on a, on a more consistent basis. Like I got to take the consistency of the podcast, which is, you know, it's a little the consistency as I drop my Thursday podcast on Friday every fucking week, but it's still twice a week. I should almost just, if I bet you, I should just, you guys wouldn't even be mad if I just change it to Tuesday and Friday. <laughs> it's like, it's only late. Cause I say that it's late. If I just said my podcast comes out on Tuesday and Friday, then it's no longer late. Cause I am the decider of when it comes out, <laughs> but the schedule is a promise. It's a social contract between me and you that you are, you, I signed on the dotted line. I'm going to give you the juice twice a week on Monday and Thursday. And then you, you sign and say, yes, I accept the juice on Monday and Thursday. And then if I'm not holding up my end of the bargain, well then, Hey, fuck you. There's no incentive for you to stick around either. Unless the entertainment value is uh, you find this to be entertaining, which I don't. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm very funny. I find myself to be so funny. Okay, so moving forward, we're definitely because school starts next week. I'm definitely the audio Monday podcast is for sure sticking around because I like doing that. Like there's something about this that I don't like <laughs> and it's not necessarily like I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that the set like maybe it's just the setup. But it's not even that much. It's just a camera and two lights. But I feel like I'm like more in the zone on Mondays. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, uh, uh, but I feel like the juice comes out on Mondays more because I'm not because I'm looking and I'm reading articles and I'm kind of like bouncing back and forth. But with this, I feel like I got to shoot it down the pipe like Conan, you know, like I got to stay, stay on the thing, which doesn't allow me the same like, you know, freedom of mind that, uh, that this that this doesn't or does or what the fuck am I trying to say? Um. Anyways, cha. Anyways, let's start off. With, uh. Anyway, the point of what I'm trying to say is that we're gonna keep doing the video podcast for now, but there's gonna be some changes. Like I don't know, like because I gotta start utilizing. You know, maybe I don't know. Is it man on the street? <laughs> do I gotta go do some man on the street? Maybe I don't know. Why the fuck does my camera always thinks that the two knobs of my SG are a face and then it zooms in on the SG face, which is not true. But I know Colette and Andre really fucking like the video podcast and I know other people like the video podcast. So I want to keep doing it for them. 
Um, I just feel like it's like I gotta give I gotta give him the fucking juice, man. Let's give him the fucking juice. Okay, so let's start off the show. Uh, we got a little bit of a how was my weekend week? How was my week? Okay, so I've been having a good week. Uh, my buddy, I got a couple buddies in town and their wives and their wives <laughs> uh, are in town. And I've just been being a tourist in my own city. Being a tourist in Toronto is actually like kind of fun because like you don't normally do like touristy stuffs in the city that you live in. But like this has been like I went to like a baseball game and then we went like walking around and like we got to see we went to like St. Lawrence Market, which is all things that I do. But I guess when you're looking at them through the eyes of a tourist and being like, oh, ooh, ee, and like it's a little bit more fun. You know, I was like, I fucking love Toronto. Like the city is so like it's so easy to get around. The streetcar is so convenient. The city bikes are so nice and easy to get around. And uh, I don't know. It was just fun. So I went to uh, one of my favorite restaurants, Korean Grill House, with my buddy Mink and his uh, fiance Aaliyah. And uh, we just ate, like, so much food. That place is a fucking bomb. But you only get two out of three, man. You only get price, service, and quality. And for them, bro, service does not fucking matter. Like, it's like... We, well, and it's like, I always, I always wondered at that place because Korean Grill House is a place where they bring you out raw meat and you actually grill it yourself on the table. There's a little grill in front of you and you grill it yourself. So there's only guys in the back just like prepping the meat and then the servers to bring it out and then take the meat order that you write on a piece of paper yourself. And they were just slammed, right? Like everybody's there and there was every way to run around with like a fucking headless chicken and it was so weird. I don't know if it's just because of what I've been talking about, where how every server is now has never served before in their entire life. Like every time you get a waitress now, it's like this is I've never poured a beer. This is my third shift here. No, ever as a waitress, third time, third, third shift. You're my third table I've ever waited ever. <laughs> you know, because of COVID. And I love how all these people are bitches like, we can't find staff. We can't hire nobody. But this is capitalism, bro. You got to add the cap. There's a caveat. There's a comma after that sentence. Anybody bitching about not being able to hire workers right now is you ha You live in a capitalist society. You advocate for capitalism, obviously, as a business owner. And when you're complaining, when you have the audacity to say, oh, well, the government is hard, can't get people off their asses and blah, blah, we can't find anybody to work. And the comma after that sentence is at the wage that I want to pay them. Okay, so you can absolutely find somebody to work fucking tomorrow. Put an ad out in the paper saying all my waiters make $21 a fucking hour starting. I'm sure within two days, you'll have a fully staffed wait restaurant, you know, but these people are so used to making these fucking this X amount of profit. And I've worked in the restaurant industry like um, all directly and indirectly for my whole entire adult life. And I can tell you right now that uh, some of the guys that I've worked for have are driving Porsches right now and they have driven Nice sports vehicles. Some of the restaurant and bar and owners and comedy owners and, uh, you know, head chef, executive chef, owner, people that I know own multiple rental properties and very nice vehicles. And they actually fancy themselves to be millionaires. Um, quite a few restaurateurs that I know have, have made it out pretty well. Um, so to say that you can't hire anybody, well, that's false. 
you just can't hire them at the preferred wage that you'd like to pay them. If if now you were suddenly to have to shift and pay them more, um, two things happen. That either comes out of your profit or you pass it on to your customers. Now, passing it on to your customers is not really the best choice because if you were known for having fucking, you know, $15 hamburgers and now these people come and your hamburgers are 23 bucks. Well, because we got to pay this guy an extra $7 an hour now. So I got to charge an extra seven bucks for my cheeseburgers. And you start driving customers away who might have came there for that particular price point. You don't want to do that. You don't want to jack your prices up and pass that on to your customers. So what do you do? You got to take it out of your own pocket, which is, the, well, that's definitely not fucking happening, right? My fucking profit margin maintains and, you know, and hey, I got 15 bucks for you. That's it. And that it's so weird that that these people, I don't understand. These guys are like, literally like, I've tried everything. Yeah, except paying a living wage, dude. It's just like, you're going to have to take a nut. This is the new world, bro. Like as a restaurant owner and a restaurant manager, or even as anybody who owns any sort of business, like that's the new nut, dude. Like it's, I'm sorry, but there, there has to be. And if that, and that's the thing is that people are so hesitant to fucking raise their prices um based on but then that we're talking about inflation but that's the thing is if everybody is getting like that nominal like a living wage 22 dollars an hour well then we can probably everybody can start charging a little bit more for fucking cheeseburgers right and then does it go up like this i don't know inflation does that fucking still go up right now or do we start pumping money into the economy and then taxing it back um you know because that's what government debt is is just money that hasn't been taxed it's money that has been created and pumped into the economy that hasn't been taxed back yet people have such a dis disconnect between the fucking the the monetary system and then the actual government implementations of the of the mo- like the difference between monetary policy and fiscal policy and they're so conflated like people have no fucking idea the difference between what the actual bank of canada does and what the government of canada does and the relationship between those two entities and they and people just smash that together and and use the word they all the time to describe whatever kind of fucked up conglomerate of government and media and corporate bank interests are are, are controlling the narrative is just used with the catch-all word they go did you hear what they're doing they're gonna tell us that we can't do where you got it they're giving us and they want to say that we got the vaccine and they they think that it's safe and they're saying that it's safe and all this shit, and it's just easy. You have this, like, um, in Russia, it was easy. For communist Russians, it was super easy because you could just say it was Lenin or it was Stalin. You know, like, we have, oh, yeah, they're, like, the KGB. Like, there's an identifiable, identifiable group to fucking put all the blame and the whatever on. But with with uh, in the democracy that we live in now, they is just this catch all term. And it's this weird amalgamation of media and science and government and just and people are just just generally uninformed. And um, and that's due to the fault of of that. There isn't a real clear delineation between what the media's job is, what the bank's job is, what the government's job is, what the science scientists jobs are, what everybody have. And then who where's the through line of communication? Right. And then where does that information start? Where is it verified? And where does it go after the information is verified? Right. And there needs to be kind of like there isn't a clear sort of path. And it's and it's due to the fact of of this ever rotating democracy that we have. Like I talk about the end of capitalism all the time. I would love to see the end of fucking democracy. 
because first of all, no, we don't have, you need 100% participation in democracy for it to actually make sense. If we have like 48, 52, 61% turnout, you know, you have half the population who's eligible to vote is just apathetic and not even participating in the system. So it's not a true democracy. Now we got to look because it's just now, okay, what X amount of people are actually going to vote? And then what X amount of people can we influence it within that group of, of voters to fucking act, you know, in our will, but of their own free will? but with subtle influences and pushing them and these narratives. And I was listening to News Talk 1010 the other day and there was some fucking guy spewing some shit about like, and they keep telling us that we're a racist country and that we're this and all these like dog whistling stuff to get all these fucking, you know, dudes like hyped up. That's like, well, I don't, yeah, they are saying I'm not racist, but they say I'm racist and I'm just an old white guy. and I'm not racist and that actually bugs me. And you get them all fucking fired up to go into certain little categories. And then it's easy to burn up the lefties and, you know, and get them all triggered about like, oh, we can't say this. Or you can't say that about a particular group and they need to be shown. And you can get them all fired up and push them into this narrative. But there's no, that's why I say I want to see the end of democracy, man. I think government... The, the whole point of government is that eventually, like in the beginning, we used to just follow around the deer and the fucking bison and the elk and we'd go to where the fucking food was and we would just follow them around. And then eventually someone decided, they realized like if we put up a fucking fence around these goats, around these fucking cows, then we don't have to go anywhere or follow them around anymore. We don't have to follow them around just walking around where they go. We can stay here because we got them fucking here. And then that first fence encourages a couple people now my family hey i'm the guy who figured out uh, i don't chase the goats i just captured like three and i just put them here now in this little fence and they don't go anywhere and you guys can go out and then hey all of a sudden a couple more people hey well, that looks pretty easy can i come sit down and fucking with you guys and then it's because we start a little society that we needed a government man the stand by stephen king really goes into this this the they didn't start locking their doors until the city got to be over like five thousand people right they didn't need a cop until there was strangers and it's the same case in society that still really hasn't changed right now is that you don't you don't need this stuff until the fucking until an anonymity starts until a, a person can be anonymous within a group then you don't really need this stuff but that's what gov the point of government is is that like the, we the social contract man it goes back to what i was saying before last week about like the right of your fist ends at the bridge of my nose and we need to realize that we that we live in a fucking it's a it's a it's a together man we live fucking together and the social contract dictates that we rely upon each other for survival man that's a unique feature of the human species that wolves they're the lone wolf they can go out and live and kill by themselves but a human well they can't be by themselves that they go you leave a human by themselves and they actually go crazy and kill themselves on an island you know if you put a guy on an island like castaway or whatever you start talking to a volleyball and making vine nooses to kill yourself right because humans as a species can't don't we can't be together literally does not work without or we can't be alone like we have to be together that's why i see i hear people talking about oh i'm a so working on being like a sovereign human in all ways like i have i have so uh, i i'm a sovereign person like i i i adhere to no rules i'm a sovereign person which completely it's not one it's not a spiritual practice and it's it's a manifestation of fucking capitalism and then number or ayn randian sort of like 
philosophy. And then number two, it's all, like you don't get to you're in this. You're not you're not uh, you're not in traffic. You are traffic, bro. You don't you don't get to pick and choose which part of the social contracts that you're going to that you decide that are is OK for you. You know what I mean? That's why I don't like this concept of sovereign human because it's like. What? So you just get to pick which rules of monopoly you're going to follow? We all fucking are in this together, bro. We all help each other. We need each other. So I didn't build that road. I didn't fucking build that. I didn't build this house. I didn't fucking do any of this shit, right? For me, if you want to be a completely sovereign human, then fuck off in the woods and just and go. Because then you don't get any advantages. If you want to be sovereign, then you don't get any advantages of the of the participation in society. That's You don't get to just pick and choose like, why well, I'm down for roads and I'm down for clean drinking water and I'm down for the f- supply chain of food management. But when it comes to like masks or like, uh, you know, licensing or register, you know, like it's fucking, we've always suspended personal liberty for the sake of, of, of well-being you know we've always we always put the well-being of the group ahead of personal liberty and that goes to the case with fucking arenas a bar like you every time you step into a bar you absolutely you have an id that is issued to you by the government like there's so and and then if and then if you have too much to drink well then and you and you start throwing haymakers then a big bouncer is going to come fuck you up and rip you out of that club like you're not at liberty to do whatever the fuck you want um, it stops at the bridge of my nose. Feel free to do whatever the fuck you want. But as soon as you start interfering with other people, then then you're no longer, then you're not exercising liberty. You're exercising selfishness and child and this childlike mentality that you're the only person who exists in this world and everyone else can fuck off, you know? And then, so that's why when it comes to vaccines, it's like, it's like, you know, uh, when they're talking about the passport and the mandate and everyone's like, oh, this is a real scary thing. Oh, this is really scary. We got to watch out for this. First of all, no, we fucking don't. This shit has been around forever. Number two, we never had liberty in the fucking first place. So to act like this is some removal of a, of a right is no, because we never had them in the fucking first place. Like to actually think that you lived in a free society before this, you're a fucking idiot. There was nothing free about the society that we've lived in for the last hundred years because of fucking capitalism. And to act like this is the... And that's why I'm saying they're de- the delineation between fucking science and government and media because now there's actual people scientists like real fucking people doing actual work and then it gets filtered through the shit and the fucking scum of the politics and the fucking all that shit and no wonder we don't fucking trust it like that's the thing as i also don't blame people for not trusting this vaccine or not trusting fucking the government or any of that shit, man, or being like, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want because the dick has been so far inserted in our ass for so long that this is just, um, that that anger is just a manifestation of that dick and it's a really easy topic and issue to grab onto. And there's no other, because there's no talking points, right? You can't talk about vaccine science. People are like, oh, like, it's like, no, this is a global effort between you know hundreds of thousands of scientists and then you're like oh the well the president of pfizer was the president uh was the leader of the fda and now he's the fucking pfizer guy and it's like yeah because the the fucking the incestory of fuckery up top you think the guy who runs the pfizer has anything to do with science or medicine that's a fucking business guy that's a fucking that's a guy 
The people who run the companies are way different than the people who actually work at the companies. And that's what we have to like look at is like, yes, the guy who runs Pfizer, most likely a fucking evil dude who's in it just for the profit. The fucking scientists who manufacture and work in the lab and understand what mRNA even means, those people are not evil. And they're doing good work that is peer reviewed. And that's the thing is that people don't trust that because they think, oh, they're getting paid by this and that as if science, as if getting into fucking vaccine manufacturing is some fucking big racket for these nerds. You know, like it's like, oh, yeah, they're just living high in their lamb, all the Lambos parked in the fucking laboratories around the world that are manufacturing these vaccines. Like it's so stupid because because but people get mad because they don't look they just look at the face and with their the faces that they're presented. Right. The politicians and the CEOs that are presented as the face. And this is what you can get mad at and feel free to rabble rouse about all this fucking shit. Right. As we continue to just fuck you in the ass on the printing of money that just gets shot right up to the top. When the when I've been saying this, there's only a requirement of 10% of the population at the current, at the current productional output that our society is able to do. We only need 10% of the people working it. So, you know, that's what they're that's what they're hiding from us is that we've got the machines smoothed out now to where we just need a couple guys making sure the things are working. Right. And then all the rest of the shit is can just how like how many of you fucking feel like you don't do fuck all at your work, you know, or that you have time to fuck off or that there's dumb fucking people at your work who don't do anything or, you know, like that. Like, is everybody participating 100 percent fully in the production and and the efficiency of this economy? Like, no, nobody is ever. So what the fuck? (laughs) Okay. Wow. Didn't mean to talk about that, but. Yeah, man, I'm just getting pissed off because it's like I want this fucking shit to end and so does everybody. But then they're like, well, I don't trust this and I don't trust that. It's like I work in fucking media. I'm studying media right now. There's no there's no fucking mainstream media isn't manipulating fucking anything. There's no fucking, you know, the narrative like the CNN, the narratives, the constant pumping of that. Absolutely. And to have skewed, you know, to a certain political spectrum media that's also fucked up but the mainstream media oh you can't trust oh it came out of the cbc you can't fucking trust that it's like well guess what i fucking i my friends work at the cbc and i write news stories for my fucking radio station at humber and i can tell you right now that there's not nothing going on bro take the fucking tinfoil off listen to the fucking doctor like you have your whole life like all of a sudden people can't go to the like you know and that's the other thing people it's like are you gonna go so what if you get covid do you just are you gonna go to the hospital i don't i I, do or what or now you trust this guy to treat you properly and uh, you know or what happens if you break your leg you're cool with the bone guys but not the blood guys what if you have leukemia are you going to go see or do you not trust oncologists as well, too? Because cancer, because you, you could say the same thing about cancer scientists. It's a big racket curing cancer. Oh, yeah, there's no money in curing cancer. So what? Every oncologist is just a fucking grifter. And if you were to get cancer, you would just go drink fucking lemon water with with cayenne pepper to clear out your system. Fuck. Promotional consideration for this week, we're almost done here, is provided by our Patreons. Anthony, Blair, Joel, Nick, and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Bryce, Taryn, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette and Andre, say they name. Also, uh, promotional consideration is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Go to KingTutsCannabis.com, use the promo code DREW for 10% off your order. 
as well. Um, I'm gonna do, we got this Eris fucking multiple dab kit. So this is the Eris 8, and I'm just doing a plug for this right now. It's like a fucking dab, like a portable dab rig. So if you're into dabs, they're gonna be dropping this really soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dopening on this one on Instagram pretty quick here. Um, I just haven't had time to do that. So yeah, check out the fucking Eris 8 E Nectar Collector Vaporizer Dip and Dab Two in One. KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Nick, I'm probably j- I'm I'm with you though, man. From what we were talking about in the Discord, bro, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I know. I know what I'm I know. You know? Like, I know. <laughs> so there you go. Uh okay, thank you. And uh, I love you. Bye.